The Pinball Network is online. Launching Silver Ball Stories. The ward was massive. The high vaulted ceilings gave an eerie tinning to the music playing over the intercom. I approached the reception desk where Dr. Kane was waiting for me. Welcome to Sutter Hills. Just sign in here and follow me. Has he made any statements? No, sir. He hasn't said a word since he arrived. Huh. Any requests? Just one. A single black crayon. Hmm. He's right in here. Do you want someone to stand guard? No, that won't be necessary. The room is small. The walls are lined with gray padding. The soft sheen of the vinyl material is obfuscated by a multitude of black crosses. They've placed a wooden chair in the room for me to sit on, and from the looks of it, it hadn't been disturbed by the man sitting on this thin mattress with his back to the corner of the room. He sat cross-legged, and the light which came in through the observation window on the door didn't quite reach his face, which was shrouded in a shadow. It looks like you've taken the time to redecorate. I pointed at the crosses. These make you feel safe? The man doesn't speak, but rather looks at the floor and shrugs. I reach into my jacket pocket and pull out a pack of cigarettes. I pull out two and offer one to the man. He nods. Thanks. Things must be going to shit out there if they've brought you here. Well, let's not concern ourselves with out there. I'm here to learn more about you. What do you want to know? Perhaps we better start from the beginning. <sighs> All right. After my wife died, I wanted a job that traveled. I just couldn't stand to be at home anymore. I became an insurance investigator, freelance. It was a good fit. I just seemed to have the right amount of skepticism and a knack for finding the angles. Hmm. All the people I'd helped bust over the years. But this particular case was different. The motives were... Simply too easy to spot. So I thought. Josh walks into the corporate headquarters of Zerkea Pinball. Jack Zerkea. Yeah. He's the guy who owns and designs Zerkea Pinball machines. Well, he disappeared two months before he was supposed to showcase this new innovative design. I mean, he'd been hyping it up, you know, the mystery, for months. The media and the community at large were clamoring for the next release. This new design. Then I got the call. Josh walks into the CFO's office. So let me get this straight. Your lead designer and owner of this company, who's been working in supposed secret, is all of a sudden missing? And you want me to find him. Or at least... 
what his next machine is. That's right. Come on. What do you mean? So I'm to believe Zerkea, who's supposedly working on another original horror game, locks himself away to build the prototype, and then just disappears in the night with the game in hand? Look, we've got nothing to hide here. All right. If you want to pay me to play along, then so be it. Of course, I didn't know anything about modern pinball. Hell, I remember playing the games when I was a kid. But until just a couple of months ago, I didn't even know they still made the things. But Zerkea pins were different. They'd kind of taken the world by storm. Spooky, stern, Jersey Jack. In the past two years, Zerkea outsold them all, combined. So I started buying up the games. There were three in all. One was about an abandoned carnival with a ventriloquist dummy in the machine. Another loosely told the story of a pact with the devil and the ensuing battle for the player's soul. And the last one was sort of a paranormal adventure, collecting artifacts to seal the door of a black church to prevent the world from being ravaged by unspeakable horrors from beyond. After they were set up in my apartment, I started to dig into them. I wasn't really sure what I was looking for, but I plotted out the rule set for each one, explored all the modes, combed through the design and the mechs. No. I need a break. Josh pours himself a drink and sits on the couch. He closes his eyes and slowly drifts away. From a short distance, in the same room, he can see himself. He's playing Essence Diabolus, the game about the pact with the devil. The LCD screen shows a dark figure pointing to the table where a piece of parchment lays. The words state, For the right to challenge, I hereby grant as payment both body and soul should I perish. This contract shall stand and never in eternity be removed, that with my own blood and my signature I deliberately confirm my damnation. Enter your initials. <laughs> That's interesting. A game where you give your initials first. Very clever. Indeed. Ah! Now awake, Josh rubs the sleep from his eyes. Hello? Oh, hey, Zach. Yeah, yeah, they're all playing fine. Hey, and, you know, thanks for helping me source these. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, you know, the stories they tell, they're kind of better written than, than you'd think, you know? I mean, I don't know if it's how the rules are or 
just the design and the flow of the game, but they, I don't know, they kind of draw you in. What? No, 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 not me, not me. No, no, it's a scam, it's a scam. Yeah, I just, I just got to figure out the how and why, you know? Yeah, no, I'm sure. All right, all right, I'll talk to you in a few days. Okay, take care. Josh gets up and walks by the machines, pacing in front of them. From his peripheral, he catches something. He leans in closer to look at the back glass. There's a red line. It's very defined, but hardly noticeable amongst the chaotic, monstrous background. Josh goes to grab his phone and takes a pick. His eyes comb over the playfield, and he spots another red line. He moves to the next game, and to the next, and sure as hell, similar lines. He moves over to the computer and prints the pictures. Sitting on his couch with the six shots he took, he begins to try to arrange them, but it's like putting three puzzles together as one. He pours another drink, leans back, and stares at the pictures. He's tired. Then, Josh turns his head to the side and jumps up, rushing to the desk to grab a pair of scissors. Cutting along the red lines, he now has a legitimate puzzle, and one that goes together quite easily. He laughs, smiles, and shakes his head. With his discovery, the following day, Josh heads back to the CFO's office. So, as you can see, the pictures together form a sort of map. A map of... Josh lays a clear overlay over the puzzle pieces, which take the form of a state and perfectly houses the pieces within. Vermont. See? Okay. But where does it lead? Here. Just outside of Stowe. And what's in Stowe, Vermont? <laughs> Makes for a great contest, doesn't it? Put all the pieces together, find the town, and win what? A Zerkea hat? A t-shirt? Factory tour or something? The man behind the desk looked perplexed. What? There's no contest here. Go there. See if you can find Zerkea. Or at least the company's rightful property. You're sure? You want me to spoil your little stunt? You don't want one of your legions of fans to find it? As I said when we last met, we've got nothing to hide. This isn't some cheap publicity stunt. We've got millions in investor capital tied to his next release. This next game is not something we'd exploit for some cheap publicity. Very well. It's your money. Bring her along, too. This is Miss Hobb. Vanessa Hobb. She's our director of marketing. If this is some sort of con perpetrated by Zerkea, then perhaps she can put a nice spin on it. Maybe bring him to reason. Pleasure to meet you. I'm sure it is. Josh and Miss Hobb get a rental car and start the drive to Vermont. So, what road am I looking for again? I'm not sure. The GPS isn't working. Okay, 
You drive then. I'll find out the old-fashioned way. Josh pulls over. He then pulls out a map. Where'd you get that? I don't trust technology. Okay. So we're here. Just up this road and then to the left, say about 50 miles or so. Now don't get us lost. I'm going to try and get some rest. As the sun sets across the fields and forests of the Vermont countryside, Josh falls asleep. Vanessa makes it to the spot on the map, only finding a crossroad. There's no light around, except for the light of the headlamps. She hasn't been out of the city much, but the dark surroundings of the countryside were eerie. And further, the dark that surrounded the car seemed to almost revel in its sinister intent. As Vanessa looked out at the vast abyss, she was startled by a figure moving past the front of the car. She watches a little girl skip down the road to the left. What the hell was she doing all the way out here at night? No reflective clothing, no parents, nothing. Although the tension in her stomach warned her not to follow, the incident was just too odd not to investigate further. I mean, this girl could get killed out here alone. Turning to the left, she slowly drives in the direction of the little girl. As she approaches, the girl seems to be picking up speed. Vanessa speeds up to an almost chase. The girl stops, and now going about 50 miles per hour, Vanessa only captures a glimpse of the small figure. As she passes her, Vanessa's eyes stare into the rearview mirror, hoping to get a better look. When she faces forward again, suddenly, in the light, the little girl appears. Vanessa slams on the brakes and jumps out to see how badly hurt the child is. As Vanessa approaches, she can't seem to make out any figure on the ground. And for that matter, she can't make out the ground. The dark abyss now tattooed over all glimmers of light. She made her way across the void and back to the car, feeling along the hood to the open door. With the headlights peering into nothing, Vanessa drives forward, increasing speed as she does. Anxiety constricts her breathing, and she looks over at Josh, who is asleep. She tries calling his name to wake him, only to find her voice letting slip just a whimper. The thud of wooden planks under the tires jolt her from her paralysis. Her eyes sting as the sunlight flashing through the slats of the covered bridge pierce her gaze. Panicked, she slams on the brake, lunging Josh forward in his seat. <clears throat> hey, you found the place. Oh, hey, I recognize this bridge. It's it's Emily's bridge. 
It's haunted, you know. A little girl was ran over one night, just back down this road. Whatever. You drive. Uh, hey, I wonder where we could get some breakfast. There's ninjas down this road. Ah, and see here, I thought you'd never been here before. I haven't. Josh pulls onto the gravel driveway of a tutor looking in. So how'd you know about the inn? We both knew. What do you mean? The second mode in Lurking Fear, the game with the black church. Oh, yeah. Pickwick Inn. Josh turns to look at the sign, which reads the same. And the second tier of that mode is finding the book of Asthoth. Huh. Clever, Hobbs. Very clever. Look, I'll admit, this was a publicity stunt. Aha! Vanessa grabs Josh's arm. At first, at first, the design and map, all real. But we weren't supposed to find anything, Josh. We didn't set any of this up. Right. You didn't just set up this little fictional town staging some parts of the game. No, we didn't. I... I don't know what this is. Wait. You think what? We're in some pinball machine? Now, I know you're trying to sell me on this, but come on. Enough is enough. Do you remember where the book was? What book? The the book of Asthoth? Yeah. Shoot the spinner three times. Yeah, then two drop targets, and that opens a subway to the supposed basement, where on the screen... The book is in a locked box. So let's go see. No, I'm not going into some person's basement just so you can test out this fantasy for some con. I'm not your puppet, Vanessa. You're afraid of what you might find. Yeah, that's it. Look, the game map had the Pickwick here. And if I look to the east of the Pickwick Inn, I can see the black spires of the black church. Josh looks at the compass on his watch strap. And looks east. See, Vanessa? No church. You're wrong. The church was to the south. Josh turns around. He's confused by the sight of the black spires towering over the treetops before him. Having arrived at the church... The two walk across the empty lawn of the black church. Josh reads the flyer for the pinball machine. Lurking fear. Come face to face with evil eternal. Under the quiet facade of a picturesque town dwells the horror of relentless torment and unspeakable wickedness. This place had once been the seat of an evil older than mankind and wider than the known universe. It was a place of pain and suffering beyond human understanding. You've got me reading this thing like it's a guidebook. As they reach the arched doors of the church, there's a stone the color of onyx that reads, All who enter this unholy place shall forever be damned. As Josh approached the doors, They creaked open. Inside, the cathedral was filled with red candles, which dimly lit the path before them. In the distance, 
you could hear the sound of a machine being played. Vanessa grabs Josh's arm, squeezing it tight, as the two approach Zerkea, who was cleaning the glass of a pinball machine. I'm so glad you could make it. So this is it, huh? The big mystery revealed. You know, all this time I thought it was me who was designing these Inferno machines, but no, it was them. Jack points to a black void in the wall. Josh, seemingly compelled to look, steps forward. Jack hands Vanessa the flyer to the new machine as he walks out of the room. He stops, turns back and says, All this is for you, you know? It didn't exist before I created it. And neither did you. I know what I am. (laughs) I think, therefore, you are. Your world is in here. Mine is out there. Josh turns to watch Jack walk away. Jack's form vanishes down the center lane of the hall. Turning back to the void, Josh peers into the abyss, and Vanessa starts reading the flyer. Into the Mouth of Madness, the new game by Zerkea Pinball. Play as Josh, who confronts the madness within, tearing at the very fabric of reality. Attempt to survive the abyss. Your eyes will refuse to close as you stare into the unlimitable gulf of the unknown. You won't shriek, but the hideous, unholy abominations will shriek for you. As Josh peers into the abyss, there's a loud bang, and in the distance, a large silver object moves into position. Soon, the silver mass rapidly moves towards him. Happy Halloween, and thanks for listening to Silverball Stories Horror Fest. I want to give a special shout-out to Zach, Dennis, David, Wes, Mia, Alex, Dorothy, Diana, and Stephanie. From the Pinball Network, this is Josh. See you in your nightmares. Ha 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 ha.